The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about six people-pleasing behaviors that you may not realize that you are doing that are possibly impacting your business in a negative way. I always love sharing as much as I can on this podcast to help you shift whatever's holding you back. And people-pleasing is one of the biggest things that I help my clients with. I don't know whether it's because I'm a reformed people-pleaser and I used to do it in for many, many years and that I have now come out the other side that I feel like I can help so many people-pleasers or it just may be one of those biggest mindset blocks that holds us back. And it's so interesting when I start to talk to women who are people pleasing and they aren't doing it out of intentionally. Like one of the things is they either know that they're a people pleaser and they have shame around it, or they don't want to be a people pleaser, or they feel like it's actually serving them in some way, shape or form. And so Sometimes just even by identifying some of the behaviors that could be done differently, help you see things a little bit differently because you may think some of these behaviors are doing your business well, but I'll tell you in the long run, it's actually doing you a detriment and can impact the longevity and the sustainability of your business. All right, so let's dive in. Number one, and this may be some you already know, but I'm just going to point it out. You could be possibly over delivering without communicating that there needs to be a value exchange. So let me dive into this. What I mean by this is that sometimes we'll have clientele that will come to us and ask us to do something where we're already working with them and they ask us to do something extra that we would normally charge more for, but because they're already working with us, we feel uncomfortable bringing it up and so we don't. And then we don't communicate the value exchange and then what happens is that long-term you end up being resentful towards that client because you are actually undercharging. Like technically you are because you're not communicating that value exchange. And so it's so important that you learn to open up conversations and set clear boundaries around yourself. So then that doesn't happen. And the way to do that is to address it when it happens and have a couple of key things that you can say in order to give yourself the space so you can communicate the need for a value exchange. So it might be, Amazing. Thank you so much for thinking of me when thinking about having this completed. What's the time frame on this? And do you have a budget around it? Could be one way to ask. Or it could be, okay, great. Thank you so much for sending that through. I will figure out what that's going to look like in regards to time and investment. And I'll come back to you. And if you're happy to go ahead, we'll move forward on it. Right? Like it could be as simple as that. And the thing is, we've got to actually create space between the response because. As a reformed people pleaser, I know how easy it is for us to just go, yeah, I can do that. Like we want to please, we want to appease and we want to actually prove our worth. So we often just say yes to things when really once we've had time to think about it, we really should be charging for it or we need to actually communicate that we don't want to do it. And so my suggestion here is find a way to create space. So it could be as simple as asking, when do you need to know by? Okay, let me collect the information and come back to you. Okay, let me figure out what that's going to look like and I'll come back to you. So give yourself the space rather than just saying yes, right? Give yourself a bit of a timeline around it. Even if you need to ask the question, when do you need a response for this by? So then you can actually come back on your terms and communicate that there needs to be a value exchange 
The other key thing too to consider here is that even when people are asking for these things, they don't necessarily mean that they want you to do it for free. They often assume that you're going to charge them for it. But if you haven't had the conversation, then it feels even more awkward to then go and invoice for it later. So you want to make sure that it's part of the conversation. So you give yourself the space, come back, present it, get their agreement before you then move forward on it. Otherwise, you're going to end up resenting it. Okay, number two, saying yes without considering the impact it will have on you and your business. Again, this is kind of tying into number one but it's giving yourself the space to determine whether it is actually going to have an impact on you or your business. And this could have an impact on your time, your money, your sanity, right? Like really taking the time to go, do I really want to say yes to this? And this might not necessarily even be saying yes to clients. It could be saying yes to friends. It could be saying yes to family. It could be saying yes to other opportunities that are coming your way in your business that maybe you just don't have the time for. And so it's taking the time to actually discern, is this going to have an impact on my business? And if yes, what's the impact? Am I willing to actually be okay with that impact? Or do I need to actually say no to this? So really being super clear that if you don't take the time to actually consider that impact, that's causing more damage than good. Number three, giving too much and creating overwhelm. Okay, so let me give you a clarity around this. What I mean by this is that as a people pleaser, sometimes we want to give. We want to give, 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 give until the cows come home because we feel like if we continue to give because our value is so closely attached to how much we give, It's us trying to prove our value and our worth by the things that we're giving. So we might be giving of our time, our energy, our expertise, our strengths, like whatever it might be, whatever you're giving, it's recognizing that you could be giving too much, which is creating overwhelm. The way that I see this in business play out is that we have maybe a service or a product offering where we've tried to jam pack so much into it and we're charging a certain amount, whatever the amount is, is irrelevant. But if We're trying just to give for the basis of giving. We're not considering how the customer is going to digest that information. Now, I remember doing this with like eBooks or some of my freebies and opt-ins. I used to do it with one of my first programs. I would literally just jam pack so much into it, trying to give because I thought that that's what would make people see the value when really that's not what the value is. The value is the transformation you create or the result or outcome you create, right? That's what people are going to pay for. So what can happen is that we give so much and then what ends up happening for the customer is that they're so overwhelmed with it by it, they end up either stuck in indecision or they stuck in confusion and they don't take any action from it. Now, ideally, I'm imagining you would want them to take action on whatever it is that you're giving them. So make sure you peel back the layers and ask yourself, do they need this information? Do they need this piece of whatever in order for them to have the transformation? Because, and I see this happen a lot with business owners where we give so much in the beginning of the relationship that we often overwhelm people and then they don't invest further. So I've seen this with a client of mine who used to run strategy calls and then she would follow up that strategy call with like a seven or nine page document for the client to walk away with because it felt like that was a valuable piece to give them. And what ended up happening is that the clients were so overwhelmed and stuck in the overwhelm that they didn't take action on any of it. And then she would get frustrated because she'd see them again and they'd done nothing. And that was because she was giving them too much. And we've got to understand that not everyone has our expertise. And so they're not necessarily going to be able to execute on everything that we give them. And some people need more handholding. Some people need more support. And so we've got to be mindful that we're not overloading them with information. We've got to peel it back and go, okay, what do they need in order to have the transformation? What do they need in order to execute? 
this was the same with the program that I ran. I had to peel it all back and go, hang on a minute, for them to shift from scarcity to abundance, what do they need? For them to have it take their business to the next level, what do they actually need to learn? They don't need to learn the qualifications that I have. They don't need to learn all the ins and outs of the way the, the, way the brain works. They don't. They need to know how to make change. And so that was what I had to peel it all back and make sure that what I was including, and I still ask myself that question, if I go back to old people-pleasing tendencies and try to add things in, I'm like, oh, do they really need this? Or am I just giving because I want to give? And so just being mindful of that, we want to consider the transformation and really ask ourselves, do I really need to give this in order for them to have the outcome or result or transformation that they're wanting? Number four, responding to messages straight away. If you do this, you are creating an energy and behavior that you are always accessible. And that is causing two things from happening. One, you're putting their needs above your own. And you're, you're always going to have that relationship with that person because they're going to expect that from you because that's how you've responded in the past. So I want you to ask yourself, are you always accessible? Are you reacting to every time a customer calls you, every time someone DMs you, every time someone, whatever, are you responding straight away? And if you are, I want you to ask yourself why. Why do you feel like you have to be accessible all the time? And why do you feel like you have to respond to them immediately? Because not every situation needs an immediate response. And sometimes, and I've had to learn this lesson, right? Like hugely had to learn this lesson because what I was finding is that I was telling myself that I should respond straight away because, you know, it was urgent or they needed it, or I, you know, should take the time to do that for them because I need to make them a priority. And then other times I needed to actually learn the lesson of like, hang on a minute, I need to take a step back and think about how I want to respond and give quality answers rather than just reacting and responding quickly. So this is super important if because what can happen is that this can cause so much burnout and can cause you to slow your progress in your business because you're going to be always reactive in that space and taking yourself out of more important things in order to get back to someone. You do not need to be accessible 24-7. Clients do not need answers to their questions all the time. Look, there might be like a two or three scenarios where it's more, where it's more urgent, which I get, but they're like once offs, right? They're not every single day. So just take a break, give yourself some space to go, okay, I'm going to be checking my messages at 9am in the morning at midday and then at three o'clock or whatever it might be for you. And just give yourself that space, right? Go and work on things that are important to you and make sure that you're, you're letting clients know that yes, you will get back to them, but give a longer time frame rather than saying, you know, I'm going to be, I'll go back to you in 15 minutes, say I'll get back to you in 24 hours. Or if you need to push that even further, say, I'm going to get back to you in 48 hours, really check in with yourself and ask, is this really that urgent? Like, is this really that urgent? Do they need an answer right now? Because if you continue to respond that quickly, they will then expect that from you ongoing. Number five, giving to everyone without discerning if you want to or not. Now, what I mean by this is giving, not just giving of your expertise or giving from a place of service or product or, you know what I mean? Like giving in that, in a business sense, I mean like giving of your energy, your love, your time, your energy to everyone without discerning if you actually want to or not. What can happen with people pleasers is that it's an automatic response of like, oh, I've got to give rather than taking the time to ask ourselves, actually, do I want to give in this space? I got so used to saying yes to freaking everything that I would overbook myself and I would get frustrated and upset when it wasn't reciprocated. And what ended up happening is that I wasn't actually truly discerning who I wanted to be giving or investing my time and energy in. And so then taking a step back and going, hang on a minute, do I want to give my energy and love and effort here? Is it being reciprocated? Because I think the, th the key thing here is like giving, there's a two different forms of giving. One is actually giving to get, 
or there's giving to give out of the goodness of your heart. And if you're giving from the goodness of your heart, like I understand it and you want to give it, then give from that purpose. But if you're worried that you're not getting reciprocated, that's because you're giving to get. And if you haven't communicated those boundaries with people, then you're setting yourself up to always feel like you're always giving and never getting because you haven't communicated your needs. You haven't communicated what you want back. So take a step back and actually ask yourself, okay, what do I need to communicate here in order to get what I need back? And if it's not being reciprocated and I'm, I'm been investing my time and energy and love into these people or to this thing, and I'm not getting back what I need, I want to ask myself, do I really want to continue to give in there? And sometimes we need to actually just even discern and ask that question because it's so automatic for people pleasers that I don't actually question it. They just do. They just give, right? So taking a step back and just going, hang on a minute, do I want to or not? And it's okay if you don't. It is okay. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to make excuses. You don't have to rationalize it. You can literally just be like, my energy is so precious. My love is so precious. And when I'm willing to give it, I give my all and I'm not willing to give it in this space. And that's okay. Another one of my clients actually described this as the number of spoons that we can have in a day. So sometimes you wake up and you've got five spoons of energy to give and five spoons of love or five fucks, right? Like it can be in a different way to think about it. And some days you wake up and you've got seven spoons. So you've got a little bit more to give. And other times you wake up and you've only got three spoons and you've got to discern where you're going to give those spoons. Are you going to give some of those spoons to yourself? Some of those spoons to your business, some of those spoons to the people that you love, some of those spoons to your clients. Now you may have more places to give than you have spoons and you need to actually take the time to discern where you're going to give those spoons on different days because otherwise you are depleting yourself so much And you end up being the one disheartened or upset or frustrated or angry or resentful. And so it's important that you discern that first. So you need to ask yourself, do I want to give here or not? And the last one is not honoring the time that you've set to work on your business. You're too busy working in the business, too much giving, too much over delivering, too much over servicing. And we end up actually not honoring our own time for our business. And that ends up impacting the business in the long term because you're not making proper progress in the direction that you want it to go. And you end up being derailed into different paths because you end up being reactionary rather than actually proactive. And so we want to actually go, okay, how do I allocate the time for my business? And how do I learn to honor that time and make sure that I'm communicating those boundaries to the people that need to be communicated to. So it could be communicating to clients, could be communicating to friends, family members, kids, whatever it might be. And it's honoring that time for your business, because if you're never actually taking time for you and your business, you will never end up taking time for you and your business. And you often tell yourself, oh, when I've got time or one day, or when I'm on holidays, instead of actually taking time to take a break, you end up working on your business. So Figure it out. Which one of these key six people pleasing things are you doing without realizing it? And please take the time to acknowledge, okay, I need to take a step back. Give yourself the space to make the decision. Choose again and you will see the impact that it'll have on your business long term massively. If you struggle with people pleasing, but you want to do the work to actually unpack where it came from. I work through this with my clients so many times and we unpack the root cause of why you actually do the people pleasing behavior and we rewire your neural pathways in your brain. So your automatic response is no longer to people please. And it's about really developing your self-worth and your self-trust again. So then you no longer are always putting other people's needs above your own. If you'd like to know a little bit more, you can book a discovery call with me. I'll pop the link in the show notes and I hope you have an incredible rest of your week and acknowledge where these people pleasing behaviors are showing up for you and the quicker you can eradicate them the more progress and faster you move towards your goals i hope you have an incredible week 
Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.